What a day, what a day, what a day. Welcome to the JT The Brick Show. You know, when you put the silver and black uniform on, you get such a surge of energy. It's time for the JT The Brick Show. And a lot of football players around the country that want to wear that silver and black. JT The Brick. When you talk about the Raiders, everyone knows you talk about the Raiders. On Raider Nation Radio 920 AM, here's your host, JT The Brick. Out of the gate, JT with you on Thursday. Yeah, so we're ready to roll here, heading into Sunday night football. And one of the greatest events in the history of Vegas in sports, no debate. I care more about the outcome of the game. Hopefully the outcome lives up to the hype. But we're going to talk about the hype today. we got a fun show lined up for you. Hope you're doing well. A lot of people coming into town for this game. A lot of people who have been coming into town all year long as Raider fans did a great job traveling from Oakland, L.A., all over the country, and now they're being rewarded with a Sunday night national game that was flexed because of the big picture the Raiders put themselves in this situation. The Raiders were rewarded with an opportunity to play on the global stage Sunday night because they didn't go into the tank after the sweep by Kansas City. The Raiders beat Dallas on Thanksgiving. They had a couple of hiccups after that. But then when the Raiders had to win games down the stretch, they were able to do it. And that's why the Raiders are playing in a must-win game against the Chargers. I think it's more about the Raiders' momentum on how they got to this Sunday night flex game at home, more so than the Chargers, because the Chargers have been disappointing down the stretch, and the Chargers shouldn't have been in this position. The Chargers should have been in the playoffs a while ago. They got a playoff roster. They got a Pro Bowl quarterback. They got a lot of Pro Bowl players. They're a really good team. And we've made the argument all year that the Raiders should have locked up the playoffs already, right? The win, if they could have won at Daniel Jones and the Giants, the Chicago game with Justin Fields, clearly Cincinnati, and then the Washington football team game where Taylor Heineke came in and Washington beat the Raiders. But that's all in the past. We know what the Raiders are every year. Last year, they were a 500 team that should have won 10 games. This year, they're a nine-win team that probably should have won 10. A lot of Raider fans think maybe 11, but the Raiders are who we thought they were. A team that would not compete with Kansas City to win the division. That was evident to me and most of you. And a team that would be in the wild card hunt, and they are. And they're in a wild card hunt game by winning this game coming up here on Sunday night. So I'm really happy about this. I was over at the facility early this morning. What a day I've had. You know, getting up here, testing all year for COVID to get to the finish line. Hallelujah how that happened. As my wife just looked at me like, okay. That's good because everybody, and there's so many people with COVID now, so many athletes, so many players, so many fans. So remember, you have to go into this game with your COVID vaccination. And as always, the Raiders will accommodate you long before the game. If you want to get your shot, if you need your in-between shots, you just have to go to one of their two locations and make sure you're all dialed in because there's some people who haven't gone to a game yet. So we want to make that clear. And knock wood, the Raiders... And the Chargers look pretty good today with COVID protocol, but I'm not going to really dive into that today. The league has changed the rules all of a sudden to make it comfortable for players. As long as they don't say they have an issue, they're going to play. And as long as there's not something obvious happening, both of these teams are going to play, and they're closer to full strength. You know, Raiders have been hit with injuries all year long, some significant ones. I'm still shocked as I sit here. Uh, as we get ready for this, week 18, that so many Raiders got hurt this year and never came back. 
Nicholas Morrow, Richie Incognito are the two that come to the top of the list. And then players that are out for the year like Jonathan Abram, Trayvon Mullen, really good players that didn't have the opportunity to come back and play. And that's kind of surprising there, but that's how injuries go. The good news is the potential return of Darren Waller, which we're excited about. Nothing guaranteed. But the injury report seems to be leaning in the direction that Darren Waller will come back, which gives the Raiders one of their best players, if not their best offensive weapon, to go along with Hunter Renfro and Derek Carr. So I feel really good about this because the last two weeks on this radio station could have been awful. It would have been good content. We would have delivered. would have kept interviewing people, previewing the game. But a lot of people would have checked out. And now 99% of the fans are checked back in. And I love that. That's what I dream of. I've been doing this a while. I remember when it was like this with the Raiders, especially in the late 90s and the early 2000s. This is the type of radio that put me on the map in the Bay Area with the Raider Nation. It was more about hype and Raider rallies at Jack London Square, big parties, big fan events. And I'm sensing we're getting there in Vegas right now. Vegas really has no choice but to get up to speed. Because after this, the Raiders won't play at home again, most likely, even if they win. We have the NFL draft. That's going to be a massive event, the Pro Bowl. There's so much happening here where local fans in Vegas are going to have more opportunities to celebrate football in the postseason, hopefully, but especially in the offseason. So let's take advantage of that today as we're brought to you by PTs, the best happy hour in town, midnight to 2, 5 to 7 p.m. The industry knows that PTs gives you the best prices all the time, but they give you half-off drinks, food specials, 5 to 7, midnight to 2 with the Golden Knights and the Rangers in town. This would be a good night for me to take off, but I won't. We got great hockey in town to talk about that too. What I wanted to do today is something a little bit different. We got two more shows before Sunday night. I'd like to get into the hype of the game more so than the X's and O's. If you have an X's and O's phone call, give it to me. Tell me what you think they need to do. But we've been doing a lot of that lately. What I'd like to do today is talk about the hype of the game. I found out earlier today when I was in the building in Henderson what they're doing for John Madden, and I won't give it all up other than the fact that they're doing a lot for John Madden. You're going to have the opportunity to come into the game earlier than expected. You're going to have an opportunity to see an outdoor and an indoor tribute to John Madden. So for real Raider fans, this is a special event, and I would take advantage of that. I would get there a little bit earlier. You're going to have the opportunity to start your tailgate earlier, and the Raiders put out a press release within the hour that they'll honor John Madden. The Madden Cruiser is coming from Canton, Ohio. No team in professional sports does more for their alumni and their greats than the Raiders, that's non-debatable. So they're bringing in the official Madden Cruiser from Canton, Ohio. I don't know how much that cost. I don't know the logistics. I know how to get from Canton. But when you're moving that vehicle, and this is the one, this is the Madden Cruiser. Uh, They're bringing in his Hall of Fame bust, uh, the Lombardi uh, Super Bowl trophy from Super Bowl XI, and they're bringing in John Madden's Monday night football jacket his actual jacket from monday night football this is going to be crazy so the madden cruiser will be at allegiant stadium fans with tickets to the game will have the chance to view outside and tour inside the madden cruiser 
which will be on display on the west side of Allegiant Stadium. The original Greyhound bus, which was donated to the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 2018, was converted into the Madden Cruiser in 1987. The bus, which became his road office, logged 80,000 miles annually, transporting Coach Madden to his broadcast gigs across the country. And then they'll have a display showcase with everything that I talked about, including some of the old and original Madden video games. Uh, Raider Nation, you're being called on to sign the wall to honor Coach Madden. There's going to be wall structures set up around Allegiant Stadium where fans can leave their thoughts and memories of Coach. The structures will be found at the Modelo Tailgate Zone, located at the Southwest Entry Gate on the North Plaza platform, located inside the Ford North Entry Gate, and at the Madden Cruiser location on the west side of Allegiant Stadium. So remember, get your clear pass loaded up, be ready to go. Most fans have been able to do that, and the clear pass, green screen loaded and ready to go. It's pretty cool. I can tell you, the guys I talked to, especially one of my bosses, showed me the layout for this. Man, this is damn cool, what they're doing for Coach Madden, and they're not done. There's a couple other things that are going to happen inside Allegiant Stadium, but I'm not privy to talk about that. But I can't wait to see it. So I got my Sunday night voice already on Thursday, which is a good thing. So what I think the call to action is today for everybody is I want to know what you're doing for this game, even if you're not going to the game. How are you prepping for the game on Sunday night? What are you doing? How are you watching the game? Where are you watching the game? If you're going to the game, I want you to give a shout-out to your tailgate party today. From the black hole in the back of J-Lot to some other tailgates that I haven't been to yet on other sides of the stadium. Today, I want this to be a hype show for the fans about how you're going to celebrate this opportunity. It's the greatest tailgating opportunity in the history of the Las Vegas Raiders. We never compare the tailgating to Oakland because it's tough to do. My friends from Raiderhead, Stoner Dude and the band, who are outstanding, are going to play. There's a lot of fans coming out. There's just a lot of people that want to be in certain spots. So give your tailgate a plug. Uh, remember, the blackout, which I used to say for years, it's important for this game. And the history of the blackout dating back to the Dolphin game in the early 70s when everybody was asked to wear black or bring something black. That is simply this. When you look to put your gear together to wear for the game, wear something that's black more than white. Don't wear the road white. Wear the black and try to black out the stadium. I'm interested in seeing how many Charger fans come because there are Charger fans located very closely to Las Vegas. And, you know, the Charger fans, they didn't really have a reason to go up to Carson to that cute little soccer stadium, that intimate soccer stadium that the Raider Nation overran. Raider Nation has already overran SoFi Stadium with the game they played earlier this year that the Chargers won. There's going to be some Charger fans here. Powder blue, treat them with respect. They show up. They're fans just like you are, fans of their football team, but they're not many of them. So I think this is the best opportunity for the Raiders to really have an aggressive home field. And then, you know, get out of the clubs, buy your drinks, do everything you're doing, and get there and get ready for this game. Be there for the lighting of the torch. Be loud. Be quiet on third down when the Raiders have the ball. And just have a good time. So today I want to hear from the fans at 702-365-9200. If you would have told me two months ago that I would be hosting a show on January 6th 
asking Raider fans where to go to a flexed football game on Sunday night with the playoffs on the line, I would have said I doubt it. I would have said I hope that's going to happen, but I doubt the game's going to be flexed. The game was flexed because of the Raiders in Vegas. The NFL clearly wants to showcase Vegas again ahead of the big events like the Pro Bowl and the draft and the Super Bowl here in a couple of years. So I think this is an important moment in Las Vegas sports history. Right? The Golden Knights, UNLV basketball, the rodeo, the greatest games that we've ever seen and the greatest events. You know, 300,000 people for the fireworks on the Strip. All of that combined, we have another marquee event. I've gotten six or seven text messages in the last 24 hours from people saying, JT, if you hear of anything, let me know of a ticket. I'm coming either way to tailgate. That's cool. That's the way it used to be in Oakland. Hey, even if I don't have a ticket, I'd be in the black hole, and there'd be guys there tailgating because they knew the significance of the game. So this has got everybody. We're all on the same page. And if we go back to 2021, unfortunately, we were all not on the same page. Last year was really tough on a lot of people personally, mentally. A lot of people had a tough time with the ups and downs of what happened with the Raiders off the field this season, this past year. And now I feel a sense that everybody's on the same page. Everybody's put their differences aside. Everybody's excited to party. Everybody's just excited to have fun. How many times in the last two years during COVID did you hear everybody say, I just want to get back to normalcy? I want to get back to having fun. Well, now there's no excuse. The Las Vegas Raiders are giving you the opportunity to have the best Sunday night of your bleeping life here in Vegas. From the casino strip corridor to the local bars to all of our partners here, we should be coming together as a community to have a great night. The tailgate should start early, and the party after the victory should end late. And in between, everybody should be at their absolute best absolute best to party and have fun and represent the silver and black. It's been an honor to be on this flagship station. It's been an honor to be in this position for 23 years. And I think this is an opportunity to take this whole thing to the next level. No one wanted to leave Oakland. We understand what Oakland was about. But now we're in Vegas and everybody's come to grips with it. Even the most diehard of the diehard Oakland fans that I know who are pissed off more than anybody, now they're on board and they want to help and they want to have fun again. This is the opportunity to do that. So step up your game. Be at your best. Have a lot of fun. Celebrate what Charger fans can't celebrate. The fans of that team don't have this type of energy. They don't have this type of fan base. They don't have the history. They don't. You do. You do, and I think you're going to have a great time Sunday. Wait till I, and maybe I could talk about it more tomorrow on what they're going to do inside. But uh, the tailgate should be great. I can't wait. I'll be out there. My son, taking my sons to go into the Madden Cruiser for that photo op. I want them to experience that. And my wife and sons to tailgate again. Well, one's going back to college, so I got to deal with that on Saturday. But my other one who's coming on Sunday, uh, we'll be in the J-Lot Black Hole tailgate early. And uh, we'll be ready to go. And then I'll be hosting the pregame with Eric Allen. We'll do that live from the torch. I hope you can all come and raise a glass. Send a toast to Eric and I. Until we wrap up the pregame show, we got a couple of special guests who will join us only live at the torch. So get there early 
Eric uh, texted me, Eric Allen, when we did the Baltimore game, the first game of the year, there's a sea of humanity. I think there were two to 3,000 people on the Coors Light landing where the torch is. They're expecting a bigger crowd for this game. And we have a couple of legends coming on and a couple of really cool guests. So come on up. As soon as you get in there, man, take the escalators up to the torch. Get a beer, get a beverage, get a soda, whatever you want to get. Listen to the pregame show. Let's get the Raider chance going. Sunday night football is going to be in the building. There's going to be a lot more TV cameras and pregame hype, and I'd like you to be there for that. All right, Reggie in North Las Vegas is usually a hype machine. Start us off, Reggie. Let's go, JT. Bruh. <laughs> Man, you got me so fired up. I'm sitting there just, I don't even know what this is, but the hairs on my arms are standing up. The little fuzz left on the top of my head is standing up. Hey, look. We better do this. This is this this is the opportunity that the opportunity we all been waiting for. Players, coaches, fans, you, the announcers, everybody wants this. So what we gotta do is stand up and take it and do it the way we supposed to. Oakland, LA, the whole nation, as we call Global Raider Nation, stand up, unite, and come out. Even if it's just for the uh, tailgate, but guess what, JT? We coming right up to the torch because we're bringing passionate Raider in. Hey, EK Raider man, you a godsend, brother. Thanks for helping. Salute to kindness. Bring get them to the game to the Raider Nation again, and we bringing passionate Raider in, and we gonna bring them right up to the torch, JT. It's on and popping. All I want is one love, one nation, Raider Nation, unite, Raiders. You know, I think everybody in, uh, thanks, Reggie, everybody in Oakland and L.A. know that Las Vegas, Las Vegas didn't recruit the Las Vegas fans, the new fans, the newbies. They didn't recruit the Raiders here. The Raiders came here. That was a business decision. We know the horrible politics in Oakland, the backstory there. And not all of it was good and bad, but that's all in the past now. Everybody in Vegas loves to see the diehard Oakland fans. They do. I bring them. That's one of the things I do. I bring friends to these tailgates, and the Las Vegas Raider fans who are new, they want to meet the fans. We've talked about that. One of the reasons Mark Davis put me on the radio was to try to bridge that, you know, bridge the Oakland L.A. fans to the Vegas fans and get everybody on the same page. You know, everybody, everybody in Las Vegas loves, I'm telling you, loves the Oakland and L.A. fans and the global fans. It gives them a sense of pride in this community. And I'm talking about casino executives. I'm talking about people who own businesses here. They really appreciate the tourists coming in. But the Las Vegas Raider fans, who I was pretty hard on the other day, those who want to sell their tickets or, you know, possibly don't come to all the games, this is a game that's going to change everything here. This is... Really a good showcase, this game, of what the future could be like in Vegas from a tailgate perspective to the community coming together and what the Raiders always wanted to do. And we don't know how long it would take. Year one was no fans. No fans. The parking lot was closed. And we're not even done with year two, the first year with fans. So this is all a work in progress. Everybody's still trying to figure it out and have a good time. That opens up a line for you. Where are you tailgating? Where are you partying? How does the three-day weekend look? 702-365-9200. Allen in Las Vegas on 920. Hello, Allen. 
what's happening, JT? I've been waiting for this moment since I was a little kid. I became a fan in 2000. I had always wanted to go to a playoff must-win game. I will be there. I'll be in Section 104 right up up the tunnel of where the Chargers will be coming out. And you can bet that I will be booing them as loud as I can, and I hope 55,000 others join me when they come out of that tunnel. Um, I'm going to be started my day early. I'll be with the Raider Nation. I'll be jumping from tailgate to tailgate and La J, La H, La B. I'll be everywhere. And you just talking about the Madden Cruiser. I'll be over there too. This is a big moment, not just for Vegas or Oakland or L.A. Raider fans. This is for everybody. This is for the NFL. And if you don't have your ticket, please make your way out there or at least join us in the tailgate. And let's be one nation. Raiders! Yeah, I know that's really cool about if you don't have a ticket. It's the toughest ticket in football unless you're buying it on the secondary market. This is a good example if you don't have a ticket to come to the tailgate. Normally we want you to do both, and... Hopefully you're doing both, but if you don't have a ticket, if you can come over and slide over and help these tailgates get bigger and bigger, I think it's going to look great because of the sunset, the weather is supposed to be outstanding, the fact that NBC does the best broadcast, I mean, they go big with the broadcast, so the aerial shots of the strip are going to look great, and that matters. It matters here in Vegas. Not that it didn't matter in Oakland, but, you know, this is Vegas. This is a town based on tourism. And this is a great tourism shot and a good opportunity to sell the greatest arena on earth. 702-365-9200. We have two Dinos on hold. That's got to be a first in 25 years. Let's go north of the border to our Canadian brothers to the north in Toronto. Dino, thanks for waiting. Go ahead. What's up? What's up, JT? Love the show, man. Wishing you and your family a happy new year. God bless all the Raider Nation. Uh, First game I ever saw was in 76 with my dad. It was a Super Bowl game. Um, John Madden's last game, obviously, but uh, uh, definitely going to be watching with my dad up here in Toronto. Uh, the, the, I want to make two points, JT. Uh, I think a turning point for us was that KC game. I know that we got our butts handed to us, but I, I, I just want to call out uh, Hunter Renfrew. This kid has done nothing but impress me since day one. He came out on the podium, and he said a really, really profound comment. He said, you know, they asked him about that thing that they did at the half, at the 50-yard line on the logo, and he goes, look, he goes, there's a difference between getting emotional and showing emotion. And when I heard that from that young man, I said to myself, God, this kid, this kid gets it. He's wise beyond his years, and we're just blessed to have him. And it's no surprise to see what he's been able to do. He's one of, mm-hmm. uh, He's got to be one of the top five right, wide receivers in the entire league right now and approaching Timmy Brown's record for most receptions as a Raider. I mean, just phenomenal. And the other thing I wanted to mention, JT, you had our center on yesterday, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, Andre James, and yep. he mentioned that uh, you asked him about the tempo and how he goes. From what I understood, he 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 appreciates it more when they play up tempo. It kind of keeps everyone in check and in motion, and that's what I'd love to see from from our offense. I'd like to see Derek just take take the whole game under his wing, call the plays from the line, no huddle. Quick, quick, quick. Keep these guys mm-hmm. on their heels. And I believe we're going to get a victory. And lastly, JT, I was the guy that called at the beginning of the season. I said we were going to get 12 wins. I know a lot of people looked at me weird. I never expected us to beat the Cowboys, but I also never expected us to lose those three games that we lost in Chicago, D.C., and um, and the other one evades me. So, I mean, I'm happy if we get 10 wins. 
uh, under the circumstances, uh, what this team's been through, uh, unbelievable. Uh, go Raiders. Uh, we'll definitely be up with you all in spirit up here in Canada. And um, love the show, JT. Appreciate you. everything you do, man. God bless. It's, uh, yeah, I appreciate you listening in Canada. What an honor. My favorite rock band of all time, Rush, the Canadian trio in Toronto. And I got a fan listening to me as I'm sitting at home here in Vegas today. Excited about this. It is an absolute honor. It is a monster game. Steph McKenzie will join us, our hype machine from 97 won the point. This is all brought to you by Remy Martin, team up for excellence. When I am celebrating this Raider victory Sunday night, I'll have a Remy Martin sidecar in my hand. Remy Martin, team up for excellence. Also, Chris Matthews, the dean of sports. I've been doing this longer than anybody here in town. Chris Matthews, 8 News Now. He'll join us next hour, and we're pretty wide open the rest of this hour. Today I wanted to make the show about the fans and kind of get everybody going because I think we all need to get going. I mean, again, I got to do a bunch of radio shows, but I'm in party mode. This is the biggest game for the Raider Nation fan base since the AFC title game. The electricity, the excitement, the energy will be unparalleled. This will literally be a momentous occasion for the city of Las Vegas. The folks in the stadium and out in the parking lot are going to witness the true greatness of this fan base, this organization, and this city. I'm ready to roll. I'm standing up. I'm jumping in place. Listen to me. Whoa! I'm ready to go. Raider Nation, unite. Get in here. 702-365-9200. Excited to talk to you today. Excited about the weekend. Excited about the party. This is Raider Nation Radio, 920 AM, and on the Raiders mobile app. Well, you know, again, each week has been a different game, right? Each week has been a different team. We've gone into games with different teams. They've gone into games with basically different teams and different players. So it's a, um, you know, it's a division game, and, and um, it's at our place, and they have really good players. The quarterback's an outstanding player, and, and um, you know, Bosa's an outstanding player. they got a tremendous running back. Their secondary has gotten healthy, and they, they went and got Andre Roberts, and, you know, their kicking game has improved. They had a 100-yard kickoff return and the, another big return last week. So... Um, we're playing a, a really good football team, and, and um, again, we're excited about playing them at home. That's uh, Ritz Passaccia, who I spoke with today. You'll hear that interview exclusively tomorrow. We're brought to you by Five Iron Golf. They have TrackMan simulators with cameras allowing you to watch your swing from three different angles and play the world's best golf courses here in Vegas. So it's fantastic. If you're looking for a new place to go, not the other place with crap equipment, cold, just not what you think it is, overpriced, long lines, not five iron golf, inside area 15, the best of the best. We got a bunch of people who want to get on the air. We're aware of that. We'll get to all your phone calls. But Gus Bradley was speaking at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center. Here's the defensive coordinator of the Raiders. Rich is a guy that doesn't like to talk about himself. To be frank, he hates it. But the players love him. You guys have responded to him. You guys love him. What is it about Rich Passaccia that this entire team, staff, the players, have just rallied around him and his leadership, sir? Uh, you know, I've known Rich for years, and I think what stands out, every place he's been, he's been an unbelievable leader. 
uh, his leadership qualities. He's touched the lives of many. You can go, you know, any base he's been, and it's not just special teams players. You know, I know in, when I was at the Chargers, his relationship with Philip Rivers, his relationship, you know, in Dallas with people. Uh, he just uh, has unique ability to really relate to anybody from any of life. He's authentic as they comes, and that's what the pre players appreciate the most, I think. They know what they're getting every day. I really think his leadership through our challenging times, his consistency, he's demanding, um, but yet he gives the players and coaches flexibility to get the work done. You know, uh, you know he, I think everybody in this building know he, he knows he has our back, and uh, I, I can't say enough about the man. I mean, uh, this the consistency, how he's gone through this, the leadership he's presented to the team. It really gave us a chance to fight through some of that adversity. Hey, Gus. Um, you guys are playing a team that uh, is known to be aggressive uh, on fourth downs, and uh, it's something that a mantra that they have or a mindset that they have. Does it change um, anything that you guys do defensively and how you game plan, especially specific situations? Well, I, I think it does. I think you're well aware that it could be four down territory, you know, so you have to be aware of that and, um, you know, understand that they'll go for it anywhere on the field, very aggressive as, as they should be. You know, they've got a really good quarterback, really good skilled players, good offensive line, and they have a lot of trust in them. So uh, they've shown it game in and game out that they have the ability to go for it at anywhere on the field and they can execute. And a lot of times it's big plays off of it. So, you know, our players are think, have to be fully aware of the team we're dealing with. As they were waiting for questions, I'll jump back here on Raider Nation Radio as we continue on. We're going to have uh, some of the other conversations from a little bit later on. 702-365-9200. Man, the media quiet today, man. We went to that live. Kind of cat got the tongue of a few guys over there and gals today. 702-365-9200. Let's keep the calls going. Uh, Dino in Vegas. Back-to-back -back Dinos. How are you, Dino? Yo, what up? Uh, this is Dino from Sand Dollar. Uh, hey, Dino. To... Hey, buddy. I uh, just wanted to say. Uh... Hey, I love Sand Dollar, dude. You can't, you, you got to use proper language. It's not my satellite show. Dino, come on, man. You know I'm a big Sand Dollar guy. Clean it up. Passionate Raider. I haven't got confirmation since his last call. Did you book your trip, Passionate Raider? Are you coming? 10-4, JT. 10-4 over and out. Yes, sir. I will be up there in the house. JT, I'm just, man, I, I'm going to get on reality for a minute, man. I, I'm still just, I'm just, first and foremost, I just want to thank EK Raider, man, and I, I, I never would have ever thought this was going to happen this week for what we're going through. This is a Raider Nation game that the real will be at. There's no, this is only a godsend, JT. I mean, you're there all the time. I know I'm, I'm sure you were starstruck at first, man, but I, I can't even find a, a, a phrase to get my mind right. But all I know is Raider time, Raider game. I want to be at that torch, JT. I want to shake your hand. I want to meet Eric Allen. I, I, I just want to go in here and I want to see a, just a brutal beatdown of the Chargers, JT, in the black hole. We all know how hyped this game is going to be. There, we can't hype it anymore. We just can't. We know. It's just Sunday needs to be here tomorrow. That's it. JT, the flight worked out perfect. I'm flying in Saturday night, touchdown about 1130. Either all day Sunday, flight leaves Sunday night at 1220. So in and out, boom, back Ooh. on Monday morning. 
I mean, you what? could even that worked out perfectly, JT. So, man, I'm stoked, right. man. I am so stoked. I got my shot today. I got my card. I'm ready to roll, man. Ready All right, roll, man. man. We'll see you out here. Travel safe. There, that that's dedication. Flying in from Illinois for the for late at night. And leaving on the red eye out. Man, for 17 years I commuted to Oakland, and I was saying that the flights were always great. Southwest was fantastic uh, back in the day. Now we have a legion to fly people around, which is nice, and multiple carriers. But I've sat in many airports after a Raider game, flying back to L.A. or Burbank or Vegas, and uh, it takes a commitment. It's a way to go. It's great when people come for the first time to Vegas or the first time to the stadium. And they get a chance to see the hype and see all of that. Let's keep rolling. 702-365-9200 if you want to get in. Where's your tailgate? Key to the game. We just heard a little bit from Gus Bradley. I asked Bobby to roll on Max Crosby. I want to hear Max Crosby's press conference in his entirety. So we'll play that live coming up here in a little bit. You do not want to miss out on that. Uh, Gangster Raider, you're up next on the flagship. What's happening? Hey, Gates AT, I'm feeling good, and you convinced me. I was straddling the fence about whether I should come or not, but you convinced me. You know what I'm saying? This is the biggest game since the AFC Championship game, and I need to be there. I'm driving out tonight. You know what I'm saying? I'm staying there till Monday night, and I don't want to miss nothing. You know what I mean? So you just convinced me. I was straddling the fence. I was trying to decide because, you know, I got a couple of little engagement, prior engagement I had committed to, but – they're going to have to understand. It's Raider Nation, and we ain't made the playoffs. We had a chance to make the playoffs in at least four years. You know what I mean? I mean, more than that, really, but mm-hmm. if you think about it. But you convinced me, and this is a big game. I know our team going to step up, and after everything we've been through this season, we're still here. we got a chance to get everything we want to get, and I think we should call this season baptism by fire because – we went through a whole lot this season, literal fire with the um, Rose Crabs or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm Rest in peace to Tina and everything. But our, our team and our fan base has been through a lot. And, and this will be a celebration. And, if, and when we win this game Sunday, the party is going to be tremendous. And I'm going to be there. I'm not going to miss it. You know, so I'm going to be in the J-Lot again. And I go, um, Reggie Raider, I met him last time I was out there for the Eagles game. I met him in J-Lot, and we exchanged numbers. Uh, have him hit me because I don't know what I, I thought I locked this number in, but I didn't. So Reggie Raider hit me. I'm going to be in town. Come, I'm coming tonight, and it's going to be a party. And Raider Nation, stand up because we deserve this. We went through everything, and everything we want is right ahead of us. And I, my prediction is I think we're going to win 35 to 20. You know what I mean? That's my prediction. I hope I'm right. I know we're going to win. You know, so I just hope I'm proud of my prediction. You know what I'm saying? And this is Raider Nation's biggest game, and I don't know when. You're right, JT. This is big. We need Raider Nation to stand up and show out, and we're all black to the home game. Don't sell your tickets to no um, other teams. If you're going to sell your tickets, sell them to a Raider fan. Other Raider fans will buy the tickets. So if and only if you can't find another Raider fan to buy your ticket, then sell it to another team. But – don't do it if you can spot sell it to another Raider fan first. And I'm pumped up, JT. You convinced me to come. I'm, I'm leaving tonight. You know what I'm saying? So let's mm-hmm. go. Let's get it. Raiders! Fans leaving on Thursday to get here for Sunday night. I hope you have a great room or a roommate or a hotel room. Great combinations. Uh, the city of Las Vegas, the convention authority, would love to hear that you're spending that many nights out here. At the greatest arena on earth. How cool is that? 702-365-9200. I don't think that'll be the score. I don't think the Raiders are going to win by 
15 or by two touchdowns because the Chargers are very good. The question will become, do you think if this game is going to be end up a shootout or not? And if we look at some of these uh, numbers, which I talked about with Coach Passaccia today, if Herbert wants to open up this game and he wants to get in a shootout, he can. He can instantly get in a shootout early. He's got Keenan Allen. He's got Austin Eckler. He's got Mike Williams, Cook. They got players who can get open, and they can get open deep. What I think's changed since the last time they played is the defensive pass rush for the Raiders is much better. And I think that pass rush is not going to give Herbert enough time to set his feet and wait for those passes to develop deep downfield. Trayvon Merrick's done an unbelievable job this year playing center field. This will be his biggest test of the year. He's never played in a game of this magnitude with this type of pressure. I think he's up for the challenge. You know, when a rookie gets to this game in the year, they're no longer a rookie. They're no longer a rookie. It feels like they're in their second year, and I think that could be said about Trayvon Merrick. Now, the big elephant in the room is, if the Raiders get down, can they get back into the game via a shootout? I think they can, but they haven't done that in a while. We have to go back to Dallas when they embraced the shootout in a game that had a combined 26 penalties. Ugly game, a lot of pass interferences, and Derek and the offense decided that that's the way we're going to win this game. We're going to attack, and they were able to throw and complete some big passes. Raiders haven't done that in a while. I think they're falling in love with the run game again, and I think that could be very dangerous if they don't attack because the Chargers are last in the league on third down defense at 49.5% giving up first downs on third downs. The Chargers are inviting the Raiders to throw. They are. They, they give up a lot of first downs. The question is, are the Raiders going to go for first down on third down, or will they go for first down on first and second down? It's really my pet peeve. My two pet peeves are, you know, throwing underneath or handing off on second down and not attacking the marker. And then the other pet peeve is playing too slow, uh, not calling the play until snapping the ball until two seconds or one second on the play clock. They've done that for a long time, so I don't expect them to change it up much. We've talked for well over a month or two about playing up tempo. They have not, unless they're desperate and they need to win because they're trailing. So I don't expect them to open the game up tempo. I hope I'm wrong. I don't expect them to play fast early. I expect them to establish the run, see if they can get Josh Jacobs going. And if they don't, and they give the ball back to Justin Herbert two or three times in the first quarter, and he gets in a rhythm, the Raiders are going to really have to fight to dig out of a hole. And I hope that's not the case. One thing I nailed beautifully last week against Indianapolis, I told you, The Raiders got to get to halftime with a manageable score. Well, the Raiders had the lead. They scored on the opening drive. They were exceptional. This is another game where they have to be manageable at the half. The Raiders have multiple head coaches as assistant coaches. I think they have a better head coach than the Charger head coach. Charger head coach just gets more press. So if the Raiders can get to halftime with a manageable score, I think they'll make the adjustments to go out and win the game. I really believe they'll do that. And we'll be excited to talk about that on Monday. 702-365-9200. Get right in. At JT the Brick. And tell me what you think of the game and the tailgate and the hype. Today's about the hype. Tomorrow will be more about the game. Brought to you by BillsHappen.com. So when you need extra cash, go to BillsHappen.com. Are your credit cards maxed out? Do you have bad credit? There's nothing wrong with that. 
you can get up to $5,000 cash as early as tomorrow by Raider fans who run BillsHappen.com. Yeah, I think it's going to be exciting. I think it'll be, um, it'll be loud. It's, it's, you know, it's basically our, our playoff game, you know, for our fans and that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, it, it was an exciting time, you know, for the last game of the season to mean so much for our city and uh, for our organization uh, to think about where we've come from, uh, to see where we're at today um, with a chance against a really good football team. Um, it's exciting, and uh, hopefully uh, it's a loud atmosphere. Uh, you know, Las Vegas, we need you. Um, it's going to be going to be an exciting time that's for sure great job by Derek Carr it's exactly the Raider fans playoff game this is it JT brought to you by the best place to watch Monday Night Football Doghouse Saloon Inside Resorts World they're bringing me back for a playoff game we'll be there for a Monday night playoff game details on that coming the newest property on the strip if you've been to Resorts World you should be blown away you got to be blown away when you go in there. And we'd like to get more locals in there. A lot of tourists love it. And if you get a chance, come see me. Uh, Doghouse. This Antonio Brown situation in Tampa is ugly. Four days after Antonio Brown threw off his helmet, ran off the field against the Jets in New Jersey, the Bucks terminated his contract earlier today. Quote, while Antonio did receive treatment on his ankle and was listed on the injury report the week leading up to Sunday's game, he was cleared to play by our medical team prior to the start of the game, and at no point during the game did he indicate to our medical personnel that he could not play. We have attempted multiple times throughout this week to schedule an evaluation by an outside orthopedic specialist, yet Antonio has not complied. Maintaining the health and wellness of our players is of the utmost importance to the organization. So Antonio's now on Instagram and Twitter freaking out. This is ugly, and no one calls Tampa Bay dysfunctional, right? They say that about other teams. No one says that about Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay looks completely dysfunctional, not with Tom Brady as a quarterback and the team. They're the Super Bowl champs. They're a great team, but this organization blew it on this. They let the inmate, the inmate, get out of the asylum. They let him run the narrative, and now the Buccaneers all week are in damage control. All week they're in damage control. Fortunately for the Bucs, they have a high playoff seed and they don't have to worry about it. But they put themselves in this situation. They rolled the dice. They won a Super Bowl with Antonio Brown. They should have never brought him back. They wouldn't have had this problem. Alex in Southern California, welcome in. How are you? How you doing, JT? Good, Alex. You're good. I'm just calling, you know, uh, first-time listener, long-time, long-time listener, uh, first-time mm-hmm. caller, I mean. Thank um, you. Just uh, I've been a, a season ticket holder back in Oakland for more than 10 years. Uh, it's going to be my first game attending on Sunday, so I'm real stoked about this. I'll be there early, and I'll meet you at the at the torch. Raiders! Yeah, another guy, meet me at the torch. Do we have any meet JT at the torch t-shirts yet, man? Come on out to the torch. My Eric Allen takes selfies with people when we do have time. I think Jim Plunkett's coming. We got a couple other surprises coming. And if you're tuning in late today, uh, the Raiders just announced that the Madden Cruiser will be there, which will be great. And they brought it in from Canton. Uh, again, I don't know how much that cost and the logistics, but that's a big deal. By the Raiders to bring in Coach Madden's bus, the bust, his Hall of Fame jacket from Monday Night Football. And now we just found out that the Madden family will light the torch. 
the Al Davis Memorial Torch. Virginia Madden, wife of John Madden, will be joined by his sister Judy, sons Mike and his wife Susie, Joe and his wife Wendy, as well as grandsons Jesse and Jack to light Al Davis's Memorial Torch prior to kickoff. This is big. The, the energy in that place. Chargers, Chargers are going to look up, and they'll be ready to go. Chargers will be ready to go. But the energy in that place will have the Chargers' attention, along with everyone in Raider Nation. And the Raiders have gone far beyond what our expectations were for entertainment at the game and the excitement inside Allegiant Stadium on game day. This is going to be really special. Let's keep it going. Sal in Vegas, you're up next. Thanks for calling, Sal. Hey, JT. Great show. Uh, just calling in. I mean, listening to your show. I mean, it's, it's, it's been awesome um, today hearing all the all the good feedback, positive feedback. Um, I just wanted to comment in about I work mainly with most of the hospitals here in Las Vegas, and I'm in and out of the hospitals, and I just see all the Raider stuff everywhere between the patients and the doctors and the nurses and the community, and it just it just, just gives me a, a great sense of pride to see we're getting yeah. the support now that we need. And, you know, uh, I've been there. I'm a, I'm a season ticket holder, and I've been there since the 3-0 start and the games that we should have won, mm-hmm. disappointed. And, you know, it just, you know, with the ups and downs, and it's just it's so exciting at this time, I mean, to finally get this opportunity and hearing all this information coming in about the Madden family being there and the bus. Mm-hmm. And it's just an awesome time to, to experience. And I just hope that everybody just – you know, bands together and, and, and gets to really enjoy the moment for what it is. And it's, it's our moment. It's our moment that remember this, it's our moment to turn things around. It's our moment to rise again. And also it's our moment for car to uh, solidify all the haters out there to really, really bring them back and to realize what we got as quarterback and to really just Mm -hmm. come together as a nation. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah, thank you. Nice call. It is a big moment here for Vegas. It might not be a massive moment for people out of market and listening, thinking, well, you know, I've been to great Raider games in Oakland, L.A. I've been to the Super Bowl. It's a big deal in Vegas. You know, Vegas was going to have to have their own history, and it starts now with a make-or-break game on Sunday night football, the last possible game of the year. We should all be really excited about it. It's a great blessing. It's a good way to kick off the year. Now all they have to do is win the game, and that's not guaranteed. It's going to take a lot to beat the Chargers. Chargers are very good, and they're going to be good for a while. And it is a good rivalry, and it's going to be Herbert and Carr. Who plays better in this game? Who makes one more play? You know, Derek hasn't made a ton of plays in these last couple of games because they've been very ugly games, but when he has to, he steps up and makes the biggest play of the game. One of the things I talked about with Rich Passaccia is the big playability of this team in the fourth quarter. You'll hear that interview coming up tomorrow. Hall of Famer and Raiders icon Charles Woodson built his legend on the gridiron. Now he's taken the same dedication to his new craft, Woodson Bourbon Whiskey. It's got to be your game day whiskey. How could it not be? It's Charles Woodson, woodsonwhiskey.com. 